0: Hi, this is Jackie and this is Tana and you're listening to the Finding Love in the Chaos of Life podcast.
1: This podcast dives into stories both yours and ours on finding peace and non-resistance with life's challenges and chaos.
0: Let us inspire and support each other on our journey towards inner peace as we open our stories to the perspective of love.
1: Let's dive in.
0: hi everyone and welcome back to finding love in the chaos of life today we're very excited we have francois jacobs all the way from Franchuk who we're going to be talking today about his story of finding love let's just start by saying tana how are you doing today i'm good how are you i'm very well thank you and francois was online with us francois how are you today
2: i good, things in you? <laughs> we very well,
0: thank you. We know that you've already, you know, this is finding chaos in the life, in the chaos of life, finding love, and you've had a bit of chaos this morning trying to get connected with us, having to go to a wine farm to get internet access so that you could be online with us. So I'm glad that you're doing well. Uh,
1: thank you. Thank you for being on yourself.
0: Yes, wonderful. <laughs>
1: We're excited to have you. Yeah.
0: So I'm just going to share a little bit of background. I went away for a weekend in the month of May and I was in Franschuk and I had the privilege of meeting this amazing young man and invited him onto the show because there was something about Tanner when he spoke about wine, when he spoke about how the soil and everything like that, I felt so much peace and it was just so wonderful to listen to this young man that i i then took him aside and asked him a little bit about his story and then tan and i thought we would love to have him on the show mm. hey tan and i showed you a little video that i took off of francois yeah.
1: you have a beautiful energy francois. <laughs> thank you thank you appreciate it <laughs> So, Franzo,
0: what I want to do is, um, I don't want to give too much of your story away, but you're going to give us a little bit of um, insight as to how you came to find your love for talking about wine. But first of all, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what what it was like being a child.
2: Um, So, my name is Franzo Jacobs. I'm 26 years old. I grew up in the heart of the Cape Winelands, on Simonsig Wine Estate. Uh, The first wine estate to produce Champagne style or sparkling wine in 1971. Um, I my love for wine started 2015, 14, 15. Um after I graduated school, 2015, a friend of mine um, I wanted to study law at first. Um, and in but after twelve years of studying, I didn't want to go study directly after school. So I wanted to take a gap year or a break and then a friend of mine is actually a year older than me he studied at PYD the Youth Academy um, he studied at Pinatas Youth Academy uh, it's for a year where you study WCT level 1 and 2 tourism and he was working at School. and then after I matriculated through the academy, they create a CV for you, they look for work. So he was working at Bayer School of Weekends and when um, the permanent staff were going on leave. And then he left for Khrud And then the manager of Bayer School of asked him to replace um, someone in his place. Doesn't need to know about wine, just have to be confident, talking to people, willing to learn. And then I went, yeah, December 2015. I started working at Bayer's Clove And then I was making, talking to people that posted nice reviews, making good sales. And then the manager of Bayer's Club, Lizette, she approached me and said, look, you are doing good. You know how to interact with people. You know how to make sales. Here's a program that the South African Somalier Association sent it to all the farms around surrounding farms um, to go study further, and that's how I went into into the wine industry. And also I have a lot of friends that is in the industry. So normally after work we'll sit um, with a glass of wine. Especially the one friend of mine, Iptumileng, is from Johannesburg. Um, we'll sit. With a glass of wine, and then we will talk about how his they went about malolactic fermentation and all i you know asking questions, what is this, Malolactic fermentation, what is fermentation? So that's how I, I got into the industry.
0: Now Francois, I'm going to ask you I mean, you didn't grow up with a family that were drinking these incredible fine wines that you get to drink now and test. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Actually my grandmother and my mom is working on the farm or well, my grandmother she is retired now. But she used to work in the vineyards. My mom is in the cellar. So I grew up around like on a farm. I know when it's harvesting time. September was almost September's um parting season. So but they didn't like enjoy wine. Where I grew up they always mix wine with Coke. <laughs>
0: That's lovely. I mean, that's a, that's very much what gets done, um, you know, in South Africa. I don't know about elsewhere What's in the world. What's that called again? What's it's, wine and coke called it's again? What's
2: name. They call it Katembas.
0: <laughs> yeah Katembas! And, and, oh, and tell yeah. me, do you drink Katembas?
2: I used to. When I, when I grew <laughs> up, I used to drink that box wine. But nowadays I tell my guests, listen, I used to. Drink box wine. But as I grew up I started to appreciate wine. So if you buy six bottles, you get a box free. <laughs> yeah. A
1: yeah. box of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't waste good wine on catambas now. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. a sin. <laughs> and have you managed but wine is art? Sorry, what was that? So wine is art. Yes. Oh. yes, it is. It really is a forte. Come to appreciate it. <clears throat>
0: And, and I mean, you talk about wine as an art. I mean, when, when I got, when I got to sit there, you know, I unfortunately can't drink wine because, um, for lots of reasons, which we won't bore the audience with. But, you know, listening to you talk about it, I felt the art when you spoke about the soil and, you know, the, the roots and the, and it was just so amazing because you, you weren't just sharing. Your experience—you were sharing the experience of nature with us in terms of what nature does to produce, to produce the grapes. That mm. and then, and then, what the yes. winemaker does—that was was so beautiful for me. How did you find that connection?
2: Um, I usually tell my guests, "You can't make a good wine from a bad grape, mm-hmm. but you can still make a, a bad wine from a good grape." So mm. it really needs. It's the wine to get it to the table. It starts from the vineyards, people in the vineyards, the terroir, and at Malanu, I just learned it a different dimension. I was when I studied, I know that making wine, how to make wine, but at the um where I'm currently working now, it's just the the, the purity of the fruit, how the wine is crafted, the patience they need to have um, to to get a wine in a bottle. So I have learned a lot when I started at, um, working where I'm working now. And it just made me feel different about talking about wine, because especially when you're in your comfort zone and at one place for a long time, don't go out. That's why when I'm off, I usually go visit other wine farms just to see what's the, what the drink they make and how different the wine tastes because the terroir is not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I've, I've learned it a lot um where I'm currently at. And yeah, I, I don't know what to, to, to say. I was.
0: Oh, but but for me, you know, I know you say one of the things you said just now, which I loved, was your willingness to learn. You know, I I felt that when I got to meet you as well. And you talk about your willingness to learn when someone was looking for their willingness to learn to come and study further. What, you know, do you think that part of it might have been because you grew up in amongst these vineyards that that was part of your connection?
2: Um. At, at first, I didn't knew that I would have ended up in the wine industry because I didn't like wine. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I wasn't into wine. Um, but I think it's, it's part of it, especially when you grow up on a farm, you know, when it's harvesting time, when they are pruning, when it's butting season. So for me, it was actually an advantage because in the... Like, not to be racially, but in the wine industry, normally, we, as, like, um, people of colour, only think that white people drink wine, or, and I just got, it's, I like meeting new people, it was just amazing for me, like, I'm a very talkative person, outgoing, um, during COVID, before COVID um, COVID um we had this cheese and wine festivals and Peloton festivals and I just came across lovely people talking about wine. So that's how I felt like I'm going, I still want to go study law. Um, but it's, I have a lot of my hands. So I've, keep, I've work, So I'm, I'm, thinking or doubting. I still want to go. I studied um, at the Somalia Academy. I failed my practicals. So I have to go and redo my practicals. But it takes time because I have a lot of my shoulders.
0: Yeah, but it sounds like you're still motivated and you still want to do it and you're ready to go back and, you know, do it again from what I hear.
2: I always want to do better. Um, I don't see myself. I want to make life easier for my kids um uh, not easier but in a way i want to give them what i didn't get because i, I grew up in poverty not poverty i i got like my mom's school i was 14, yeah I'm 14 years old i was the the only child and my mom tried to give the best what she can for me um once my sister's my one sister came, the other one came. I got a little, little bit less. But I want to pave a way for my kids' future.
1: That's beautiful. How many kids do you have? I don't
2: want to lie. I have three <laughs> kids. <laughs> Wonderful. I have, 26 I have twins. You know, I, have two, I have twins. And then I have another one. Um, all three are daughters.
1: Oh,
2: wow. Um, I always, uh, I always tell my friends, you know, when you're young, dumb, and broke, you make stupid, <laughs> <laughs> you make stupid decisions. <laughs> but I'm not I don't regret do. having them, that's yeah. for sure.
0: Well, that's the most important thing about, um, you know, finding joy in life is not having regrets, accepting that this is, Mm -hmm. this is where you're at. And if we all made young, dumb Mm -hmm. decisions, I mean, I made so many, um, but to not have regrets about it is to see it as a part Mm -hmm. of your journey. And I love the fact that you're so encouraged about wanting to make um, a better life for your children and wanting to show them a new way and you know right. and and you're right in terms of if we look at uh, particularly South Africa, you know wine was definitely something that comes from a European descent, mostly, mm. I guess, and mm-hmm. definitely it was mainly the 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 white people as you say that were drinking wine, but you're such an inspiration in terms of the young people for today because you're only twenty six years old, and in your community in terms of changing that narrative, and that's inspiring.
2: Yes, and um, I actually listened or I read an article of Louvo, he's from one and only the the head sommelier there, and he was addictive to wine, but now today he's teaching people about wine, that wine is not addictive, it's a choice you have to make, and how you enjoy wine. And uh, it was quite inspiring. I actually read the article last week. I'm um, on the the South African Wine Magazine, so I get emails um, like every week the wine reports and stuff. And that his article was was inspiring me. And especially when you work in the industry, you have to taste the bottle of wine. It's partly open. You have to taste it or smell it to make sure the wine is not cooked or oxidized. Um. But it doesn't mean you have to abuse it, mm. and that's what I also what I found beautiful about the article. The article because I work with the wine doesn't mean I have to abuse alcohol. Mm. Um, I, could, I teach people about wine and how to enjoy it. I know sometimes we overdo stuff, but it's beautiful because wine is not like beer. Or whiskey that doesn't changes wine changes in the bottle and that's why I appreciate actually the workers that works in the vineyards because it starts from there.
0: Well, what's so lovely for me is if you think, you know, in terms of what's happening, because I think I'm having a vision here now, is that your grandmother worked in the vineyards, your mother worked in the cellar, you working as a sommelier and and selling wine. And you know that there are a lot of good female winemakers that, you know, because traditionally wine was always made by the men. And there are a lot of lady um, winemakers that are are making a big noise in the industry now. So I have a vision that maybe one of your daughters is going to be a world-renowned winemaker. (laughs)
2: I, mean, I, I wanna have. I wanna when I'm retired. I wanna sit on a farm, <laughs> not having stress about anything. My kids looking after me. Well, I, I think... actually, actually um, where I work now, um, she's a female winemaker. Okay. Oh, right. the see, won the best winemaker international in
0: 2016.
2: Wow! And we've won the best winery for the fifth time this year.
0: That's amazing, that's amazing. And what are you, What is your grandmother still alive?
2: Yeah, she's still alive, but she retired last year. Okay,
0: yeah. and so what, what does your grandmother and your mother think of what you're doing?
2: Um, they are actually very proud, especially my mom. I used to be, you know, when you're young, uh, graduated, you want to enjoy life, you're still 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, you're aggressive, and... And I used to be a very rude person. Oh, wow. And my mom, now I was straightforward and rude. But now I've learned that every action doesn't need a reaction. Yeah. And patience, you have to be, have patience and don't react on any negative thing or what people say about you or anything. So... I used to end up in a lot of fights, but nowadays or for the past three, four years, especially, I think my kids, um, when my kids came into my life, they came to humble me um, not being rude and appreciate people. and Just be kind. Even though people are rude to you, you don't have to be rude to them back. So my mom, she speaks to me every day um, <laughs> about uh, I wasn't drink and stuff, but I see she's a very
1: proud mom. That's beautiful.
0: And You know, that's so lovely because this is what the show is about, is about growth. And you've just shared with us so beautifully and vulnerably about your growth and about moving from anger and understanding that you don't have to work from anger even if somebody does upset you Mm -hmm. is that you can still show love and kindness and find love in the chaos because it's chaotic when someone's rude to us and Mm -hmm. and you are a shining example of everything that we talk about on the show and realizing that you know everything that comes to us is to teach us and to humble us and open up to a loving way, and and making things better. And it's on us; it's our responsibility to see our reactions. It's on us to change our way and to bring more loving reactions to the world. So that's just beautiful, Hey Tana. Mm.
1: And what a beautiful gift that your kids were. Um, I've often heard that having children really does change your perspective on life, and yeah, giving gives you a beautiful opportunity.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I- they, are the reason that I wake up every day and just ask for the good things that I'm healthy, that I have a work, um, protect my kids, don't punish them for my mistakes, mm. punish them on their own mistakes, but it just give me courage to wake up every morning and go to work, even if I have problems. I leave it at work. Just put a smile at home. Just put a smile on my face, and then and um, do what I have to do for them. So they really, I think. If they didn't pay in my life, I've been probably because I, w- I, w- I would know that I don't have to wake up. I don't have responsibilities to wake up and do what I do today. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Well, I cannot thank you enough for making the time. And I'm sorry it's taken so long to finally get you mm-hmm. on the show. Um, <laughs> is there anything, Tana, that you still want to ask Franswell?
2: Um I just want to say thank you to the listeners, the viewers, and thank you for you guys having me on the show. Um, I really appreciate it, and I hope I can encourage young people around. I know, part, um, like, work opportunities in South Africa is very scarce, and young people get into depression mm-hmm. because of, they say money is not everything, you must have got in your life, um, but without money, there's depression. In the house, you'll see how you talk with each other. If there's, you don't have money, you go into depression or do wrong stuff. But there's hope. If you have faith and hope, just pray, believe in God. And there's always opportunities out there. um Don't make excuses. The power of excuses, if you make an excuse, doesn't matter how big or small the problem is, there's
0: always a solution. Mm. Wow. So that's beautiful.
2: That's, yeah, okay. don't look for excuses, um, look for a solution. It's
0: absolute, that's absolutely, yeah, that's so beautiful. And um, yeah, I, I guess I have no more to say because mm. you've summed it up so beautifully. Um, thank you for making the time, thank you for being a shining example, thank you for being the face of change, thank you for being the inspiration for your children, and please send certainly mine and I'm sure Tana's, Mm. all our love to your wonderful grandmother and mother who carved out a path for you that makes your life possible so that you can be a shining example for your daughters.
1: And well done for living with such courage and integrity. Thank you. Thank you. I'll
2: let my mom and my grandmother know tonight.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Love in the Chaos of Life. If you have any questions about
0: today's discussion or would like to come on the show to share your questions or success stories, contact us on Instagram or Facebook.
1: If you enjoyed this episode and want to help spread the Dare to Be Love message, leave us a review or share with a friend. Take the
0: first step towards finding inner peace by meeting your spirit. To find out more, visit JackieBurnett.com. See, See you soon! soon.
1: Hi, Jackie and Tanner here. This podcast is intended to inspire, support, and educate you as you journey through the chaos of life towards inner peace.
0: We do not offer any professional health or medical advice as we are not healthcare practitioners. If you are suffering from a clinical condition, mental or physical, please seek help from a certified health professional.
1: This podcast is a Sophie Blue Press production.